C'est si bon de ne Ok, whoever knows that song, wow. C'est si bon, c'est si bon, c'est si bon. We want to go to France so yeah. bad. So, another tip for you guys in the mornings when you're making your coffee, please listen to French Cafe music. Music, it is so fire. If anyone is French on here, I'm so sorry to offend you. I just want to, I want to be you so bad. But yeah, we just want to pay homage and respect. Thank you so much for your service. <laughs> Why did we bow? Oh, no. Let me cough you. one more. Let me do a little cough session before we get started. Okay. <laughs> I think when you go to New York, you Drink have to wear water. a mask. Drink water. Yes, wear a mask. Honestly, the fumes. There? I can only imagine. Me and Ray were talking about like COVID in New York. Would have been. Can you imagine? And it's so compact there. I just know, I know, I know SF was bad, but if you go through um, a crowded subway, you'll be sitting just in your seat and then you'll have someone like this holding on. Yeah, I think that's just the norm. Yeah, it is. It's It's not like, I think it's like that in the Philippines too, Mm -hmm. because it's just so crowded when I went there. Why am I looking at camera? Is it recording? Yeah. Oh my god. Hello. Um, I'm just like, wait, I forgot where I was for a second. <laughs> when I was in the Philippines a long time ago, I remember we would be on this escalator going up. I think we were at a mall or something. And you know when you're in an escalator, you kind of like have space in between the people no. in front of you. But no, these people were like right on my back. And like their shoulders were touching me. And I kept looking back like, like, can you back the back up? And I was like, mother. Look at this girl behind me. She's like not giving me my personal space, and she's like, "It's just like that. It's just like that." Please, please, just have more patience. I'm like, I don't like this. Mm. I need space. Yeah, space. After, uh, yeah, definitely be careful. <laughs> please be careful with germs. But um, I'm wearing my realtor shirt. I just want to I point that out you. real quick. I'll be there for you. I will be there for you. No one told me I was. What's that the word? What is that? This is the beginning. Oh, no one told you I was gonna be this way. Okay. Anyway, let's get right back into what we're talking about. Sorry, I kind of want to get diagnosed. I'm diagnosed. I want to take a test. I don't even find out. I kind of want to find out. We can Google it. To be honest, I just want to know. But I Google it, and it's like, oh, I do all these things. Yeah, I identify. I feel like everybody has ADHD at that point because I know so many people that are the same. Right, I don't want to self-diagnose it, but I am very concerned. Me too. Anyway, anyway, um, hope you like my shirt. Hope you like her dress, and hope you're watching on YouTube. Um, but today we wanted to talk about what we wish we would have known before starting our businesses because definitely there's a list that we've actually compiled here yes we do have things that we wish we knew so uh, and um, we're just sharing to the good people if you're wanting to start a business yes or want to know what we're what we know you know you would just we could start off so okay go ahead number one go ahead the first thing and we both agree on this one is save six months of savings or more if you want to start your business, if you want to go full, jump into it. If you don't have that much savings, 
gonna be it's really gonna be tough hard. because especially if you're starting off just straight up in the business, no other stream of income, you might not make money I until s- like six months. I can speak firsthand. <laughs> exactly. I jumped head in first. I quit my job. I said, you know when you know those videos of people who like jump into a pool and you think it's gonna be like a good dive, but mm-hmm. they like belly flop. They it's bad. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Mm-hmm. So. I like at least six months of savings or just keep that job you have. Keep the stable keep income. Keep the stable income, build your capital. Like you need money to make money. And if you kind of pour in, this is what I thought and I wish I didn't do this. Um, I was like, okay, the more I invest in this and the more time I sacrifice. It'll come back. It'll come back to me and my business will grow. That's not yes, that's kind of true. But what? Not right away. when the money is funny. When the money is funny. It was real funny. It was hilarious, okay? So I suggest, if I can talk to my past self, I would be like, bro, just keep that job. Because you don't want to... It's stable income. You, uh-huh. you, it's a it's a stable, guaranteed paycheck that you can get every two weeks, every month, right? That, that can feed and fund what you are doing. It doesn't mean you're a bad business owner. It doesn't mean that you're not committed to starting your business and wanting it to grow. It's just the reality of it. Like if you don't have that money saved and, and or you didn't keep that side job or like part-time job, do? you're stuck and it's going to be a hundred times been there. harder. Yeah. And I was there. I am currently there. It's already hard enough trying to start a business that you have known nothing about. Exactly. And then not having money come in. On top of that, you you invested in the training, right? You invested in like taking the test, invested in training for lashes. Like that's also money you put down. Fees. And that you have to make back. But like mm-hmm. you have things to pay for and you things to invest in, bills. So sure I highly it. recommend keeping that job. Even if you're really committed and you're like you're so excited, yeah. And I know a lot of realtors right. even say like you're not gonna get the most out of this unless you're full time. Which yes. yes, that's totally yes. true. But give yourself some time first. Like build, yeah. start off small while you're doing that job, and then once you feel like you got the hang of the business and you understand everything and you've got all yeah. your, most of the training done and you yeah. feel like you have the savings, right? You can use that job to at least build you your savings for yes. six months. Yes, and then move forward. And trust me, guys, we've. Learn the hard way. That's why that's our number one lesson that we want to give because we've both been there and we don't like that feeling. Mm -hmm. It's not good. It's not good. And then it makes you think and it makes you feel that you are not good enough or like you're not, Uh you're not doing what you think you were supposed to do or like you're not, it's not coming back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like you're wasting your time. Like it's just bad. So save yourself the stress keep that job or save the save money. Save the stress, save the money. Because remember when Mia was on, on the podcast, she was like, bro, it was different for me. Like, Because my situation job. was different. She had her full-time job, and lashing was her side hustle mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. But obviously her ultimate goal was to have her business <clears throat> be the main, right? Mm-hmm. But that happens to a lot of people. People end up keeping their jobs. Mm-hmm. But we can't look at the ones who completely, like, go all in because mm-hmm. you never know they might have that financial backing mm-hmm. they you don't know people's stories completely mm-hmm. just from our personal experiences just to just to it's better safe than sorry just do that and i just want to backpack since we did have this one here mm-hmm. it kind of relates because yes 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 another thing is you like so my situation's a little bit different where yeah. i i did go full-time but i had a lot of tr- uh, I got to be a side agent, so mm-hmm. I was making pretty stable income because I was helping top producers. Yeah. So they were consistently making sales mm-hmm. so that I was consistently getting paid. Now, 
my fault there or something that I, you know, should have learned. This is where I, the advice should have came in is, you know, save as much as possible. I wasn't saving as much as I should. I think I was so caught up in, I need to buy all these things for my business because I wanted to, I just wanted more, like use this money to buy this for my business or that, like a new computer, which again, at the end of the day, yes, you You can write all that stuff off. But if you're just starting, you know, use sweat equity. Don't think about, because you're just starting, why are you spending so much money on these extra things? Like you don't need to do that. And that's where my fault had came in because then I wasn't saving as much. And when that consistent income didn't come in, that's where I got into a little you know, hump there. Yeah. And so, yeah, for sure. And so what I mean by sweat, sweat equity. So if you're a realtor is don't spend so much money on leads or spending money on hiring someone to, sorry, I messed up, hire someone to edit all your content Mm -hmm. for X amount of money. And now I have a virtual assistant that is very, I don't spend honestly Mm -hmm. anything and she does it for me and it's awesome. But you sweat equity, that means do the work yourself. Um, go door to door, talk to people, give out flyers because it's free. Do anything you can for free yeah. for as long as possible because you're already paying for fees. You're paying for realtor fees, your brokerage fees, whatever other else. Of course, you have to pay for that. Mm-hmm. But in terms of all this extra fluff, you don't need to do that right away. Yeah, you don't need all the extra Cut until the fat. you're ready. Yeah. So first things first, save. That's the yeah. Because I think what happens is when we started our business, we just got so excited and so caught up in like, like the good, good right? stuff, the and cool like stuff. and like you you it blinds you to like rational and realistic thinking, and mm-hmm. so we kind of jumped at the gun and we yeah. skipped a lot of steps that we wish we didn't skip. For sure. Um, of course, things happen for a reason, but I feel like we would be in different places if we kind of took these advices. So yeah. this is gold right here. Yes. I don't know if you guys understand. Gold. Okay, number three, or what are we? Yeah, we're kind of busy. Okay, number two, number two, three. (laughs) Okay, take classes, like for for Serena's case, it's classes and like mentoring and like all these things, all these new ways to better yourself, better your business and learn. So there's something you should invest in money-wise. It should be the classes and the training. It's the training, especially for lashes, like the industry is constantly growing. You know, we're not only learning classic sets and volume sets now for the people who know these terms, mm-hmm. but like there's so many new trends now and like there's so much newer, there's just a lot of new stuff that you kind of have to continuously can educate yourself. You live in an innovative world. Yeah, so be open and willing to learn constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, don't just settle for the basic and kind of learn your own. You will be one step ahead if you invest in learning from these people who have those courses, like don't don't think like it's a waste of time because yes. you are just pouring back into your craft at the mm-hmm. end of the day, and it's just it should it's never be a bad it. idea. To it's keep never a bad idea. New about your craft, yeah. unless you're spending thousands upon thousands, maybe exactly you go for that one. But there's such cheap like classes out there don't that you settle. can take. So don't settle. And like, I feel like what, what I should have known, I should have humbled myself a little bit to maybe Serena, like maybe at one point in my business, when I first started, I was like, I'm good. Like mm-hmm. I already learned the basics. Mm-hmm. Like, why do I need to learn from another person? Mm-hmm. I already know what's due. No, <laughs> no. Yes. You, you did that. Perfect. But what more can you do? Like, humble yourself and like keep educating and keep growing. Mm-hmm. I think that's another thing for sure. Yeah. Don't be afraid to do it. It's not yes. a waste of time or money. 
And don't be afraid to reach out to other people in your industry. Yes. Especially with how we say there's a lot of people in real estate. There's a lot of people, people in Washington. Um, I think Mia said it's not mm-hmm. saturated. Like she, I remember she said, like, come to think of it, there's a lot of lash artists and the companies mm-hmm. out there, but the people who are actually doing the thing, who are actually, like, in the trenches and, like, activating their businesses and mm-hmm. being active in the community is a small percentage mm-hmm. so think of that as an advantage like mm-hmm. you might think it's very competitive out there wherein actually it's not mm-hmm. it's just you 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 your, your yeah, competition is yourself. you so yeah. don't be afraid to ask for advice like like what we're saying our, our main point here is to don't be afraid to reach out to the, those who are in your industry like that's Keep so in contact with your mentors mm-hmm. that taught you in the beginning because that relationship is key. It's everything because you're going to encounter a lot of obstacles and like a lot of new things you may have not seen before. Um, and you help. can ask for help and yeah. like advice. And even other artists out there, for those of you who are in the beauty industry, like this is a community and I feel like it's not really more over a competition, but a learning a learning opportunity to grow from each other. And I feel like in the beginning of my business, I was scared to kind of follow people and like, Mm -hmm. like their stuff and like maybe reach out and tell them they're doing amazing. Yeah, I follow other realtors on social media at first. I was like, eh, like, but I actually like, this realtors I look up to now. Yeah, you can learn a lot from these people. people from other areas that you can, you know, link up with and pick their brain. Because I know a lot of the times um, when we go to seminars or Mm -hmm. do masterminds with other agents, we try to do it with people from outside of Sacramento because obviously there's no one else in Sacramento. That's why we may be doing what they're doing as mm-hmm. often. So it's always good to just collaborate. Yes. There's always room for knowledge and room to share all that because, you know, we're willing to share with, you know. We're people. actually excited to share. And like one example is one of my really good friends. She lives in Australia. Shout out to my friend. You know who you are. Um, She has a lash business in there. Like in like, Oh, in Australia, down, down in Australia, down, down. <laughs> but it's very successful. She's been doing it for a long time. And another girl that I've known ever since I was younger, I would be scared to like talk to them or like I would, all of my conversation would just be complimenting like, oh my gosh, you're so good. Like this is goals or whatever. And I would never be like, how did you do this? Like, what was your process? Or like, what company did you work with? Or like, what brands do you like? Mm-hmm. And I went out, I like, I took a leap and I'll, I, I said, dude, like, um, I need help. Her name was Hazel. I was like, do you have any advice for me? Um, being new in this industry. Um, of course I went to Mia for all this stuff, but it's just another perspective of someone who lives in a different country and like, you know, the market's different. And I wanted to ask her like, do you have any advice for me? And she was actually excited to tell me, like she wanted to pour it into pour back into somebody else because I feel like it's all a community thing. What you would pour into someone else will pour back into you. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's all about giving back. So don't be afraid to ask and also don't be afraid to share your knowledge. Don't, don't like guard it. Cause the worst thing that someone could do is say no. Yeah. There's always, there's so many other people that you can mm -hmm, turn to. Exactly. We're here for that. We love this support. We love women empowering women. Yes. And all that good stuff. Yes. Another big one. This is a big one Mm -hmm. for me. Yes, me too. It's get in the mindset that this is still a job and you still have to clock in when you're supposed to clock in. Yes. Because when you're an entrepreneur, you have your own schedule Mm -hmm. and you're on your own time. Think about it. When you're in a nine to five job, you have to clock in at nine o'clock, for example. You're going to get to work. You're going to skip. You know, what if you wake up at like 830? You're going to skidaddle and get ready and go to work. Quick, quick, quick. Now, as when you're an entrepreneur... 
and you set your time for nine o'clock and you realize, oh, I still have to eat breakfast. I still have to like, I didn't go to the gym. I should go to the gym. Mm -hmm. But no, you should show up for yourself at the time that you said you're going to show up for yourself. Now, again, you have more flexibility and there's going to be times where maybe you don't have to treat it that way. You don't have to work from nine to five. Yeah. per se like sometimes you might have it's to the concept, but though yeah it's the idea that you're still gonna work the hours that you say you're gonna do basically keeping the promise to yourself mm-hmm. and clocking in and clocking out when you say that you're going to do it yes because you know you have to give yourself a certain amount of time and hours of work for yourself you're not gonna work for an hour and call it a day or yeah you know end up starting I mean it's okay there are gonna be days where maybe you had slept late and you yeah. wake up late and then yeah. maybe you have to start at almost noon and again it's fine but it's just a mentality. Again, it's all consistency, and you have to treat it like you're clocking in for yourself. You're the boss, okay? You have yeah. to you have to satisfy yourself. Uh-huh. And sometimes it's easy to just oh, sorry, sorry. scratch you. I'm oh, so sorry. It's okay, it's okay. And it's so easy to fall off from that. No, I think um, just going off of that, you have to take this shit serious. Sorry for my language, my French. Mm-hmm. But you, you have to take it serious. When it comes to starting your own business and being an entrepreneur, a lot of people think of the benefits, right? Time, freedom money freedom I feel a grocery store right right, right. like um like everyone's looking for that right everyone wants that now but when you start your business in the beginning especially work, actually. It, actually you're putting in a hundred percent more work than you thought mm-hmm. this is not a walk in the park this is actually hard and not hard when like it's not possible no it's hard when you have to really sacrifice the time and the effort you have to be committed think that's a big one discipline committed all those consistent. all those words consistent like you have to take this extremely serious mm-hmm. um it's not just like oh my god yeah i'm a business owner la 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 mm-hmm. like i can just do whatever whenever not plan like yeah. i heard this saying where if you fail to plan you you plan to fail so if like if you fail to plan oh, meaning yes. like if you don't plan mm-hmm. then like you plan to fail basically mm-hmm. so like plan everything make a schedule like I wish I knew all of this in the beginning because everything was on the fly like in the beginning of our podcast I mentioned like it was very like day by day like I didn't really take it serious Mm -hmm. like um I knew the earning potential was nice and it's big and it's there but I wasn't putting in that work like right away Mm -hmm. until I it, like it, it comes in it comes in motions and it comes as you go you know you learn these things but I think we're here to tell you that I think once you get into that mindset right away mm-hmm. you will be one step ahead for sure so yeah. that's one thing again don't expect money right away yeah um when you invest in these things right real estate oh my god the earning potential is immense it's crazy mm-hmm. but you're not gonna sell a house right away yeah. like you're not gonna make like the million dollar six figure thing right away yeah, on average it's going to be like six months. right and and in lashing you're not going to have this big business selling products teaching like having like all of this within the first year or two Clients years every of single day. a client every day or more like five like whatever the goal is for yourself like you're not going it's not going to come right away it's not even going to come within the first couple years mm-hmm. um you just have to have that already like you have to be prepared for that and you already have to tell yourself that like okay yeah. i have to put in this work for my future because if I don't put in a work now, it's not going to come. At all. At all. <laughs> like, you expect the money right away, but you're not going to put in the work? That's mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. That's one it's plus not, one. It's not math. What's, the, what's one plus one? <laughs> okay. 
Okay, what's Another the next one? Another one is the importance of social media and branding. Mm. And yes, if you're not into social media, if you're not into video, I know. It's hard. I, I know. go to these, like, seminars all the time. And I know, like, the older generation like, hates yeah. to hear they about like video. Yeah. And while there's a lot of businesses that do thrive on not making videos and all that, but honest, to be real, we're in this generation now. Yeah, and we've seen more success through making videos, through social yeah. media. Yeah. Everyone in our generation, first of all, is all on it. So yeah. it's 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 the way to go. And it's free. It's free marketing. It is. You don't have to pay for these ads unless you want to. Yeah, you, you don't have to pay like it's it's free. And if you can marketing. do it every single day and put yourself out there every day. Then people are going to remember you, yeah. even if they're not interacting. I know it can get a little bit discouraging in the beginning, like, mm-hmm. oh, no one's like commenting, no one's liking it. Who cares? Right. Just let that go. Post and go. Do not Post think about go. it. You don't Post need to make it perfect. If you're just starting out, I know you see a lot of professional videos. Yeah. You see the captions. The feed see, is crazy. Like the aesthetic. the aesthetic. But no, if you're still uncomfortable doing this, just start small and. Mm-hmm. just make it basic you don't have to make it crazy yeah like production wise and everything yeah you don't because have to have the whole the point quality. is to like get yeah. yourself out there because mm-hmm. once someone's ready to get their lashes done once someone's ready to buy a house they'll be like oh who can i go to oh i see this girl all the time mm-hmm. she's always on social media who, who you think of no exactly they think of exactly and when it comes to the importance of social media and branding in the beginning of my business i didn't take this serious either i literally put together a logo out of a whim because um right after i got my certificates i was like oh shit i have to start social media now and I was kind of rushing everything. I made my logo. I kind of like makeshifted my policy. And like, I was just, I was posting randomly. Um, and we're to the point where it was like, okay, it's just like random lashes. But the plus side to that was, okay, I was getting my, my name out there. People know I can do lashes. People know I've been practicing. But the downside was, I wish I knew how to build up my brand mm-hmm. while training in lashes because I think once I rebranded, I felt, I don't know, I just felt more sure and more confident in what I was doing. I love I, your content. Thank love you. I feel like in the past, you know, everyone's a beginner. When you're a beginner, obviously you're going to be unsure and uncertain from a lot of things. I just wish I was a little bit more sure of what my look would be um, and that and that comes hand in hand in how how productive and how consistent you are on social media. So now I'm like constantly posting. But before I'd be like, oh, this isn't a good angle or like the lighting's yeah. bad. I'm not going to post this even though the lash set looks really good. Um, or like if the lash set doesn't look like what you want it, still post it. Like this is your beginning. Like I remember I used to be like, oh my God, my lash sets are so bad. They're so ugly. Like this is not turning out the way I want it to. But bruh, like, like people love a journey. Like mm-hmm. you can compare, like literally use that to fuel your content. Do those transformation videos. Do the transformation. Like, yeah, so literally. It's so amazing to see where I've come from and it's crazy. Crazy. And it makes it more fun once you get the hang of it, once you get your brand going. Yeah, it's social like media is everything because majority of my content builds and, and results in clients. It's wild. I remember at one point, like, I just kept getting clients because they found me on their Explore page. I'm just like, what the hell? I'm on the Explore? Just because I was posting consistently, like yes, Mia was saying. Mm-hmm. Like, once you post consistently, you've, you the clients will come because mm-hmm. they'll start following you. They'll 
they're engaging with you more you're, you're exposing them to your craft and then they're like oh i'm comfortable with cooking with her i've been that, seeing her even that they can even recommend you to someone else exactly so referrals once you hit, are big once you hit one person you hit their whole exactly you know sphere. aren't referrals big for you too exactly yeah and so. that's my goal is to just be referral based so yeah. i don't have to like put work in on extra, extra work you know yeah. you reach outs eventually i just want you know word of mouth that's mm-hmm. like the goal at the end of the day so yo yeah. random thought you know how when you go to a king's game and you go to golden one when you get injured, who do you call Anne Fung, right? Dude, shout she's, out to Anne She, her, 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 can we call, calling her, knows, can we Anne have her Fung. on my podcast? Because I have to talk to her, sis. You're on billboards. Everyone knows her. You're on buses. Buses, King's you, That's a lot of money, but I just want to know. Knows. Like, imagine Sold by Serena on Golden One Center. Or like, Calafia Beauty. Like, who do you call Ghostbusters? You know, like, like on the... You know what I'm I saying? I like that. I think that's a great goal. Okay, manifest. <laughs> manifest totally good on a bus. Can we really get her on? I know. I'm really serious. If something because she's a a lawyer, right? Yeah. Who are you gonna incident? call? Yeah, accident. Yeah, accident. If you're incident. hurt, if you're injured, injured. See, we know her. See, Everyone knows her. I don't I even like. Yeah, I feel like once I mention that name, they'd be like, yeah, uh, gold Some lettering, navy yeah. blue. Everybody, the post. See, marketing is everything. Social media is everything. So next. Period. Okay, the last one is just expect to build first mm-hmm. before getting your feet off the ground. Just the whole beginning of your journey is just building yeah, and figuring out if this is for you because it might yeah. not be, right? That's okay. So just set that expectation. It's a lot of expectation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and make those expectations more of learning, building, saving. Yeah, and when it comes to the concept of building, I know it might sound overwhelming mm-hmm. and kind of like, oh, I don't want to do it. It sounds dreading. Every day, but you kind of have to like be okay with that, starting from scratch, starting up, starting with knowing nothing and starting from the bottom. Like when you think about like a professional team, right? Like a championship, like legacy or whatever. They started from the the, like the most rookie, like mm-hmm. the basic, brand new, fresh team, new coaching probably staff, felt everything. Syndrome. Yeah, probably like, I don't belong here. But, you know, they're trying to build a dynasty and they're trying to build that foundation. And you can't start, you can't start with not, like when you have that. And can you imagine, just look at us, for example. We're yeah. able to talk about this stuff. Exactly. Whereas before, we could not, we didn't even, I don't we know so shit. Clueless. Yeah, I'm so close and lost and la la land. But yeah, I think it's very important to kind of, come into terms like okay i'm okay with being at the bottom first like Mm -hmm. i need to start somewhere because from the bottom you can only go up right Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. using the small stuff like the small details even though you think they're so minuscule and they Mm -hmm. don't matter yeah they actually matter like it matters tremendously so hopefully these tips helped you and like when we entered our businesses we didn't know that it takes so much energy like it's it's a lot guys like the amount of energy and the mindset, how strong you have to be, or like, it's overwhelming. Think about mentality. mentality. That's another thing. It's it's like overwhelming, but when you break it down, you're going to be good. I guess what we want to talk about now is, yeah, mentality. Mentality, because when you're in this business, you're going to run into all types of people, like we said. Oh, yeah. And the the other complicated thing sometimes is just how you want to navigate, how you want to go about it. You have so much freedom, mm-hmm. freedom on how you run things and how you act. And 
you know, the way you roll, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So I brought up this topic to Callie. We were talking about masculine and feminine energy. Yeah. And in general, we know what that means. Right. But in business, it's a whole different ballpark. I mm. feel like the approaches to business through these lenses are very black and white almost. Yeah. And first off, I, th- I know you said you were not as familiar, right, with like no, each never, side of it. Yeah. Like, I mean, I never, I know what masculine and feminine yeah, energy yeah, yeah. is. I just never broke it down yeah. in a way where like, oh, like in, in a business setting, like how can you... Like yeah, and it. I think it's so, and for me, my goal is to, like, have both mm. because both mm-hmm. of them are very important. So masculine energy is, like, the hustle mentality. It's very masculine. It's, like, very male-influenced mm. because you're all about the hustle. You wake up at 5, you get a cold shower, you know, you work out, you meditate, you, like, I don't know, I'm, like, talking like a man. <laughs> I know, you got deeper. <laughs> Wait, hold up. Like, all those, like, skills and, like, characteristics of, like, getting up early, working out, like, having that's and all being, masculine? And, like, being consistent. And then, like, hmm. just being very... Interesting. Very, and then just, like, sticking to the plan, like, f- working, f- like, wake up at five. Like, those like, are just examples. Are, I'm not like, saying like that's like the, masculine. Like the, dis- like, the discipline of it. The discipline okay. of it all. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. There's no emotion really attached to it. You're just oh, kind of laser focused. You're all about the numbers. Straight. Right. Okay. Yeah, for um, sure. Doing what you got to do. Consistency. Discipline. Which... That's that's awesome. That's a, a lot of like superstar athletes and yeah, yeah, yeah. all those like influential people. Right. No. Right. Probably run on a masculine level and CEOs. No. Yeah. No. For sure. You know they have to run at okay, this pace because they're probably they're running an empire here. They yeah, have yeah. to have that masculine. They have to have that alpha dominant. dominant yeah. Now, okay, the feminine I get energy okay. is softer, right? Mm. It's giving you the grays. It's like okay. oh. I'm not feeling like you're mentally it's like it's like a mental health day like Like, you're kind of you're a lot softer you're giving yourself grace like maybe you don't wake up at five you do what works for you you do what works for you you work slowly Hmm. okay um you're giving yourself room here okay okay and letting things and it and it also if they if things don't go as planned you're kind of like okay okay it's okay it's fine. It's more of a mental, like, Got thing. It. Got it. Okay, if you break it down, I've never really thought about it like this, but it's true. When you break down feminine energy and masculine energy, I think it spurs from, like, just the beginning of time of, like, or, like, how men and women operate and, like, their roles, right? Mm-hmm. So women, you know, they're the caregiver of the family. They take care mm-hmm. of the family, the children. They have that – they're that support for the man, and they, they have more empathy, more grace. And so they're just the queen of the family. Yeah. They're, they're important. They get things done. And the they household. just – Yeah, they have that role, right? Mm-hmm. And then the man, you know, he's, like, the breadwinner. He's, like, the he, – he provides, mm-hmm. right? And you need that energy to protect and provide and stuff Correct. like that. So, and it's very strong. So yeah. I, I see why um, masculine and feminine energy – energy, um, where it comes from, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Where, like, you know, the inspiration behind, like – like I'm a CEO and I'm doing business and this yeah. or fem- like feminine energy like oh yeah like I'm getting my work done but I'm doing it the way I want it like for yeah. my mental health you know like it's yeah. just and I like both I like I both I like because both because now that women are entering this now nowadays where women are becoming bosses right? yeah they're going they're, they're becoming the CEOs yeah so can you imagine a woman just embody and I'm sure a lot of women now are yeah. embodying this masculine energy mm-hmm. but for me I like to have both right 
I think it's it's good to have both. I just know. have. I think everyone should have a little I bit know. of both. Because sometimes when you think of too like much in your masculine. Men, when you think of men sometimes, <laughs> not even not even just like their determination and their good qualities. You know that that come from masculinity, right? All the positive. Mm-hmm. Just like sometimes, just like the. Ugh. I'll give you an example of like it. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. A guy and not. Again, some people might be into it, but it's just not for me, okay? Not my cup of tea, but some guys are just like, why are you, why are you resting right, why are you sleeping right now? You should be making money. Like, that kind of thing, like, don't be taking a bubble bath right now. Like, I literally heard a podcast of this guy because he was, like, an entrepreneur. They always sound so aggressive. I turned it off because he was just like, you shouldn't be taking bubble baths right now. It's not, it's a waste of time. You need to be, it's just basically, like, everything is money. Everything is just, like. Yeah. Every hour is okay. like you should be making money. Okay. And like, I don't know about that. Yeah, that's, I don't know. I about think that's that. more accept, like that's a little more dramatic. It is. It definitely is. masculine energy isn't that. It is, but that. that's an excessive amount that I've heard right. of. No, but I like what you said. Like a good mixture of both because men have beautiful qualities mm-hmm. and be- and Strong women have leaders. yeah, and, and women have beautiful qualities. So I guess mixing the we two, we can if you take certain characteristics from both, maybe mm-hmm. we can talk about how we can piece together like the perfect balance. I know. Yeah. And that's what I'm still trying to figure out because mm-hmm. you know, I get into my <clears throat> moods of like I'm going to grind, wake up at 5, all that. Right. Pause. Pause. <coughs> ah, this yeah. is the last episode. It's okay, good thing. We're almost there. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Sometimes I'm in my moods of, like, okay, I'm going to freaking work hard today. Like, it's going to be hours and hours upon working. Mm-hmm. But then I think it's unhealthy when you're constant. Because when I would get in those states, when yeah. I'm constantly masculine, it doesn't give me room to feel anything. It doesn't give me like room. You're not- it doesn't make me – or it doesn't give me room to, like, rest or feel – re-nourish myself again. Because when I do step into the masculine all the time, you're going to get bur- – I get burnt out. When it comes to feminine energy, let's talk about both sides. Like, let's talk about not necessarily the weaker side, but just the soft, and then there's also strong, right? That's why women are so amazing. It's just, it's a compilation of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, not only do we have power, but it's like a, it's like, it's, it's hard to pinpoint, but it's powerful, but it. it's, but it's, I don't want to say soft because I don't want to have negative mm-hmm. connotation to it. But when when it comes to having feminine energy, it's I feel like it all spurs from the same place as masculine energy because we all have conf- we all have a certain type of confidence. I feel like it's just different. Like mm-hmm. we all want confidence when we're sure of ourselves, but women confidence is different from. I think it's not as aggressive. Confidence. It's not as aggressive. Yeah, I and mean, it goes certain back to parts giving of yourself men, grace. Yeah, too. I mean, certain parts of men aren't always aggressive. I think that's why some men get kind of, or men in general get kind of a bad rep. Like oh, men, negativity, like, mm-hmm. just bad vibes. I'm just like, well, that's not all men. That's right. just the negative side of things. Yeah, Men actually have really great traits. Mm-hmm. Um, they're hardworking. They're determined. They're supportive. They are kind, you know, like, which women have kindness too. But I feel like when we dive into, like, the negative side of the, both energies, both it, it, it can be a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. So, like, when, when Serena was talking, for me, when I, th- when I think about, you know, like, the energies and, like, the wokeness of it all, like, when we dive into what Serena's talking about, like, oh, I feel so burnt out, like, all these things, 
I think that's just because we're not diving into the right parts. And that's where the feminine should come in. Yeah. I don't think we're just diving. We're not diving into the right parts of each energy. I think Mm -hmm. we have to find a balance. Maybe when you're diving into the masculine energy to not get burnt out. um, Yeah, you do need that feminine balance. But I don't know. I think my point is when I'm saying all this is not all masculine energy is negative. Mm -hmm. And not all women, not all feminine energy is negative because you know from both sides maybe a man has different perspective on women energy Mm -hmm. and we definitely have a different perspective on masculine energy so Mm -hmm. i think when it comes to finding a balance it's different for each person i do love i'm not saying women don't have determination but like when it comes to masculine energy they have that force in them that once they have that yeah once they have that goal and they know their purpose it's like they're all they're on it they're they're on it it. like for example my dad like he takes pride in taking care of the family right and like he takes pride and is he he says his his purpose is to help provide right Mm -hmm. and i think there's so much strength in that and so when you find that purpose i think what i would love to take from masculine energy is like the purpose and and like committing and and like having that having that determination and that commitment to doing that. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I want to grab from there and inspiration from, for example, my dad. And then for, for women, I think it's just easier to reference my mom and my dad. Yeah. So, and then for my mom, it's like, that's where the patience comes empathy. in. And that's where like taking your time, empathy, and, you know, still having like that determination, but it's just, I would love to take that trait from that feminine energy, just a mixture of both. Yes, I have so many goals and I'm determined and I, I have I have that energy in me to be the boss, to mm-hmm. be on top of my game and to be that energy that I need it to be to run my business. But then I also have the patience in myself to, you know, embrace my femininity and embrace my womanhood and not be afraid to be a woman in an industry that's so male dominant. Mm -hmm. So I think that's, that's how I see it personally. Um, I don't know the way I break it down. I just don't want any like negative connotations to both energies, Mm -hmm. but I'm just trying to see the positive on both sides. I don't know. That's just how I'm breaking it down. I agree. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. That's how I would want both of them to be Mm -hmm. together. And I think that's a good way to, just navigate and go about running your business too. Yeah. Whether that's an outside business or in business, mm-hmm. it's good to grab each quality from each side. Exactly. I don't think just having one yeah. is it's too much. Like you said, the you're best out. thing yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. Um, just like being able to c- tap into both energies. Yeah. And for those you, men out there, you should tap into your feminine energy. And too. yeah, and I feel like a lot of men do and mm-hmm. um, like seek that, that that patience seek the the grace right because mm-hmm. then you would live such a balanced life mm-hmm. not only in just in life but like how you run your business like yeah. you have people under you that say that you're like a boss or like a leader right you have people under you who you're like you're leading mm-hmm. so you can't just be like dominant like like um like hard all oh, the time, time. i've experienced that yeah too. and it's not a good thing i feel like you have to have you have to have both sides. It's like yin and yang. Mm-hmm. You can't just have all darkness and no light and all light and no, no dark. Darkness. So it's a constant mixture of everything. But yeah, don't be afraid to tap into that side too because you never know like in relationships too. Like what if you are really aggressive, aggressive, not physical, but aggressive in like 
your you your energy and like your, your intention but mm-hmm. what if you do need the patience and mm-hmm. maybe that'll set it'll give you a better perspective oh, like yeah. all that stuff relationships is very important for yeah too. yeah because you know we're all very hard-headed in our own way women are hard-headed but men are hard-headed as well um but i feel like women i feel like we have a wider a wider vision mm-hmm. um, when it comes to certain things and reacting in certain ways. So maybe yeah. maybe some men need to tap into that energy too. Mm-hmm. And we definitely need to tap into being strong, being confident in mm-hmm. ourselves. Like we deserve it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I love that. I've never talked about That's this before. Because mm-hmm. um, when Serena brought up this topic, like, oh, having masculine and feminine energy, having both of them in a business, I'm just like, wow, I've never really tapped into that. Mm -hmm. Because when she was talking about how, like, oh, like, waking up at 5 a.m., working out, doing all these things, and running my business. And I know it sounds like too much. (laughs) I love the way that I'm, like, the way that I... No, no, like, I I love the way... Communicated that. No, I love the way you portrayed it. But that's just things that I've... That's what I've witnessed. No, yeah, exactly. In real estate, there's a good amount of women now. No, yeah, so a lot of male in real estate or SEOs, and I just hear a lot of podcasts, and... I kind of have to stop listening to those types because yeah, that's cause you look much. at those people and yes they were so, so successful everything but when I listen to them talk it's like that's not the vibe that's not yeah, the vibe for me and that, no, that's, yeah. that's fine it could be the vibe for anyone else but for me you know, I totally it, love the idea of both no yes. being able to embody both because I just think that's good for an overall human being like yeah it's a balance like you don't have to be aggressive you can still have substance and get your point across without pushing that energy mm-hmm. you don't have to like overdo it you know yeah. and like when serena was like explaining that i'm just like wow i've never really thought about those characteristics as masculine because i have heard of women that do that too but maybe they're just tapping into the masculinity uh-huh. and on tiktok so, it's so much of this like soft girl era yeah you hear that right mm-hmm. on tiktok and yeah look it, every time i see it it's always this aesthetic of like girls moving slow, taking care of themselves, mm-hmm. like just not bothering, not caring, just kind of yeah. kind of nonchalant okay. energy. That's the term that was put on. That's it. what it yeah, okay. that's what I'm seeing now like mm-hmm. on social media. And I, I just brought it up because it's interesting. It is. You no, know, I love talking about there it. There are times where maybe I do want to get tap into that. I do like the idea of not totally stressing out and feeling like I need to be in a million places at once and just yeah. strictly focusing on what I need to do mm-hmm. and I love that a lot that's what I like about it so no I like it's cool let no, us know I think, I think that's guys. I think this is a great conversation <laughs> because I'm like I said I've never talked about it and mm-hmm. even talking about like the soft girl era like I feel like that would be also a good conversation yeah. to talk about because it when it comes to trends on social media oh, they're gosh. just there Right, yeah. but I feel like they hardly get talked about. It's mm-hmm. just filtering through, or and it's just filtering it, through and our lives. It's a lot of fluff too. People are just trying Hell to make it fluff. a nice, yeah, a nice aesthetic. video out of it. And yes, while I like that kind of stuff, me like, too. I, I love, love it. to see what people are. I love to see people's like coffee, yeah, recipes it's so and like, like it's so and satisfying. their outfits and yeah. all that. I mean, it's good to look at, but at the end of the day, be careful what you're kind of setting yourself your for. brain, yeah. conditioning yourself. Yeah, exactly. So it's a little food for thought. Yeah, food for um, thought. Don't drink. always put one one specific label on everything because yeah, everything can encompass so many things. We're such a huge vessel of right. We're a sponge. Yeah. So just again, since we are sponges, just be careful what be you're careful. consuming, mm-hmm. what you're letting your brain think, and really think about what you're looking at. Like yes, 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 yes. And then tying it into like our businesses. We hope that like these tips helped you guys. Yes. And I hope this I hope this conversation kind of sparked 
like an interesting maybe a prompt for today like maybe like you yeah a prompt you can reflect like okay um what are my traits and like what are my characteristics what's masculine about me and then maybe you can like feminine about you can like have like a diagram of like or a diorama so you can see where you're mostly your energy is are you mostly masculine are you mostly feminine and what areas do you want to change where you want to be a little bit more masculine in this aspect or more feminine so right and we're talking about energies yeah like energy and like Five. okay thank you guys for watching i hope you enjoyed this episode we like talking about it this was so interesting yes. if you have any other topics like this that you guys want us to dive into we don't mind talking about we love talking about new stuff uh-huh. so let us know and watch us on youtube follow us on instagram apple Podcasts, spotify and we'll see you guys in the next one peace